All right, baby doll, let's do this. Hello. Hello. Oh, God, I'm so happy to see you. This is so much fun. I always love it. (laughs) Welcome back to Disastrous. Yes, welcome back. Uh, This is Disastrous, uh, the show where uh, we talk about disasters and we make each other laugh. And I'm Amanda. And I'm also Hannah. I thought you were going to say I'm also Amanda. I was like, oh, oh. I'm also Amanda? A person named Hannah. Yes, there we go. Nailed it. I'm also speaking on this podcast. (laughs) Yes, and we're so happy to have you listening. We're so happy to see each other. And we are going to talk about disasters today, as we do most times on the show. So wait, we talked about this a little bit before we started recording. Yeah. Because I had to go to the dentist today. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I have a question yeah. for you. Yeah. Where do you look when you are getting your teeth cleaned? Mm, that is an excellent question. I close my eyes. That's like, I realized I have a habit of staring into the person's eyes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I, I, my, first of all, my dentist is really attractive, unfortunately. Oh. Um, Nothing worse than a hot dentist. Damn it. Because it's like, I know he's not seeing me in my best. No, he's just like <laughs> digging into my mouth and seeing all my shame. Finding all my secrets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like having like somebody hot see like your earbuds. and Oh my God. That's the other shit is like, <laughs> I, I had nope. to get a colonoscopy done at one point. And my oh. doctor for that was also super hot. <laughs> How are you finding all of these hot doctors? I feel like I, I have like old man doctors like rooting around <sighs> in all of my cavities. Oh, I don't, I don't you. know. But are you sure you want to move? See me at my worst. I know, right? Maybe I have to stay in Westchester. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I actually was yeah. ex- experiencing that um, because I was on this shoot yesterday, and the makeup artist. I'm like. I feel weird looking her in her eyes. Mm -hmm. And then, so I'm like kind of looking past her and then like on occasion I'll glance and like make direct eye contact with her. And she just smiles and I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, is, is it rude to not look at you? Is it rude? What do I do? But then I'm like, like on set and I'm like holding someone in like almost like a dance position. And I'm like six inches from his face. And I'm like, I can't look you dead in the eyes <laughs> that's gonna be weird too so i'm like have i always had a problem like looking people in the eyes like this the second you start thinking about it like your life is ruined it's over it's fucking over i don't <laughs> yeah it's just I a know, nightmare i know that i look at my dentist or my like dental hygienist with just like the saddest face imaginable because oh, i no. realize that like not only am i like looking <laughs> deeply into their eyes my eyebrows are like scrunched up you're like <laughs> <And> no <laughs> panic like, like please don't hurt me <laughs> please stop scratching my gums <laughs> i know like, i don't use my water pick it's okay it's there's a it's okay. fly in it and you're like no <laughs> Oh god. No, like I, like you're being held captive or something like that. They're like <laughs> I I feel like I am when I'm at the dentist. Oh, if I move wrong, something's getting fucked up in my mouth. It's over, man. 
It's over. Wait, so have you had your wisdom teeth removed? Had, did you have to like go mm-hmm. under for that? I was kept in a twilight state. Oh. So what when you, yeah, it's like where you're half asleep, half not. Oh. Uh, I, I have sleep apnea. Oh, okay. And also just like when you're a certain size, they get nervous about you like dying. Going under. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So they keep you in like a twilight state for a lot okay. of surgeries. Um, so I was like, <laughs> I, but that wasn't fully explained to me that I would be in a twilight state. So they were like starting the surgery and I was like, like half in and out of it. And I was like, yeah. do I have to tell someone I'm still awake? <laughs> <laughs> and I was trying to be like, I'm awake. <laughs> do you know that I can see this? <laughs> oh my God. That has to be really scary. It was a little spooky. <laughs> yeah. I like but now I know. I got my wisdom teeth out. Um I was like, I don't know, 16, 17, whatever. And I woke up at when <laughs> and this has never happened. I haven't been put under for anything since or before. So I woke up and I was like, <gasps> like I was just coming <laughs> out of like I was drowning and then I just like it's like like do I need to run and my mom was there and she's like it's okay it's okay it's okay it's okay and she it was like she knew how I was gonna react and I was like I was like ready to fight anybody I was like who took me was it you (laughs) oh my god that's so I would have freaked out if I was your mother oh my god yeah no Bonnie's a champ she that's how she actually wakes up if you wake her up out of like a regular (laughs) sleep She's just like, what? And she like balls up her fist. Ready for action. She's like, I'll punch you. And you're like, but now, mommy, it's time to go to school. I need you to take me. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Yeah, good times, man. But, you know, someday I'm going to get plastic surgery, maybe Botox, and they'll put Mm -hmm. me under. That's how Botox works, right? I don't think so. No, no. Because in you LA they have like Botox parties. <gasps> have you watched what? Summer Sunset? No. Mm, you should first of all. Secondly, Botox yeah, have, like, parties. Parties where you just come and get like a quick little Botox. Stop. Okay, I will yeah. definitely be looking into that. I'm they... I'm going to LA soon. Yes. I, I might come back a new person. Please let me. <laughs> You're gonna come back like a Puerto Rican man. Just <laughs> not even Botox. It's a yeah, just like a completely transplant. different part. I'll be like, Hannah, and you'll be like, Yes, it's me, Hannah. And I'm like, Oh man, you did get some work done. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm like oh. six inches taller. Yes, like, all right. I mean, yeah, she's right. like, she's still funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so what's our theme for today, Hannah? Like, I could do this with um, you all fucking day, obviously. I know, right? But... Just talk surgery story. No, like three hours later, we're like, do you want to record the podcast or what? <laughs> Should we talk about the disaster we spent hours researching? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, well. Um, well, this week we are uh, looking at fires. Yeah, fire. 
Yeah, it's Whoa. crazy. The the savageness. Savagity? Savagity? No. Never mind. I think savageness, maybe. I think savageness. Savagery? Savagery? Yes, that's it, I think. That must be it. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're both college-educated um, people. I know. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck? Dude. I graduated, like... Not the the highest cum laude, but like one of them. But still up there. I'm like, yeah, it was Dean's List, man. Like, I listening to this podcast, you like neither of them can read. I'm sure of it. Like, we can. We went to college. Actually, we can. <laughs> Jokes on you. So, what do you um, think? Do you want to go first, or do you want to sure do? Can go first. We can do coin flip, dice roll, whatever you want to do. Let's roll dice. Cool. Odd or even? Odd. And it is even. I guess I'll All go right. first. Yeah, sure. All right, let's do it. Like, I don't really care, but <laughs> for fairness sake. We'll both talk yeah. eventually. Yeah. We'll both okay. get to talk a lot. We'll both be satisfied. <laughs> Literally, like, feed me. <laughs> feed me, Seymour. Yeah, perfect. Um, okay. All right, let's get a little sad. Yeah, let's do it, baby. So I'm going to talk to you today about one of the worst fires in American history, which is the Hartford Circus Fire, also known as The Day the Clowns Cried. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. Like sad face clown, happy face clown, but just the sad. There's like a very iconic photo that I'm sure we'll use when we post about it on Instagram yeah. of like a clown in front of like this like burnt wreckage with like sad face makeup on. Oh. And it's like, oh. Yeah. That is chilling. Mm-hmm. Oh. God. Okay. Yeah. All right. Tell so me everything. We are going to flashback in time for this story to July 5th, 1944. Okay. The men of the United States are across the sea fighting in World War II, and the circus is coming to Hartford. Oh, the circus! Uh, and this is when they still had, like, animals and shit. Yes. Yeah. Hartford, Connecticut, by right. the way. Got I it. think they still had animals till, like, the end. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, until, like, what, ten years ago? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, well, I, I mentioned it, but in 2017 was the last tour of this circus company. Um, okay. And they had animals then. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, the circus company uh, that's come in to Hartford, Connecticut, is none other than the Ringley Brothers and Barnum and & Bailey. Ooh, big time, big time. summer tour across the United States. Yeah. Yep, I'd say the most famous circus. For sure. Um, so... 6,000 to 8,000 people were in attendance, uh, most of whom were women and children because the men were all fighting wars and the women and children just needed a reprieve. Yeah, they're like, I'm sick of washing dishes and, you know, my dirty kids are just running in and out all the time. Like, I was just like, let's let's go do something. I'm sick of, like, sending my hosiery off to to (laughs) soldiers. Didn't they do that? (laughs) like send stockings yeah yeah they were just mailing panties across the sea just non-stop like i think like 
I think to like be used for something, not like ever oh. husband. <laughs> okay. I was like, I have never heard that, but I believe you, yeah. If <laughs> if my That's husband of my favorite. was across the sea for like two years, I'd be like, I'll send you as many fucking panties as you want and whatever. <laughs> come home. Just come home at some point, you know? <laughs> Use these so panties like... to to like make a raft and then sail across the sea. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so Amanda reveals that she's married. <laughs> yeah, and like I've done that actually. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. My husband right now has my panties. Yeah, um, he's eighty-five. He doesn't know how to make a raft out of the panties, <laughs> but <he's... laughs> he fought in World War Two. Um, so <laughs> two years uh, before this fire, we're going to be talking about a different fire had actually broken out in Cleveland at a Ringley Brothers performance. And the fire killed almost a hundred animals. Oh my God. Yeah. But no paying customer was hurt. And so no reforms were made. Great. They're like, no people Mm -hmm. died. So we're good. Business as usual, kids. We can replace tigers. Those are, (sighs) we're not in danger of running out of those. That's such a bummer. Yeah. So, it's July 5th, 1944. The circus arrived later than planned to Hartford, Connecticut, and they had to cancel their matinee performance. And to some superstitious folk, canceling a show in the circus spells bad luck. Really? Mm-hmm. What if what what if the conductor, right? Conductor? Yeah. Uh, what if ring he leader. Just, Yeah, ringleader. What if the ringleader just had like diarrhea and they're like, "Well, we can't do the show without the ringleader because nobody knows the how to." The show do must it. go on. Or else, bad luck. Bad luck. Okay. All right. So the performance the night of the 5th went according to plan, but on the 6th, tragedy struck. Some people think that, like, maybe because they didn't have the matinee performance on the 5th, more people came out on the 6th. Okay. I don't know. But anyway, people started crowding the circus grounds early, which caused officials to skip some crucial steps like watering everything down and removing certain obstructions. The Hartford Fire Department, which usually does a safety check on large gathering spaces like hotels and meeting halls, they didn't actually do a check on the circus grounds because they weren't legally obligated to. Oh my God, are you serious? They're like, yeah, we got time. We got tons of time. All the hotels are checked. Uh, Everybody's good. But you know what? We don't actually have to go out there, so. It's like, what? Why would they be exempt from that? I don't understand I, I, that either. Me must thinks it has to do with money. Yeah. They're like, you we know, don't get paid to go out there. Like, we're already like, getting our, our wage. Or like, the circus makes so much money that, like, we don't want to fuck with it. Oh. So they get certain exemptions, maybe? Could be that. I do like the I do like the angle of like the like gang <laughs> I mobster. Don't get paid for this shit. Well, yes. The, I don't get paid enough for this shit is like that for me I feel like that's the easy answer, but the also yes. like well, it's the circus. And you know, the circus, you don't wanna fuck with those guys because then they'll show up <laughs> to your house and da 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 like I do like that angle. That's Little Susie will be scared of clowns after they show up. <laughs> exactly. They just come and, like, knock on her window, and she's like, yeah. <laughs> like, bust some kneecaps. Yeah. 
gangster shit. Um, so we were about, not we. <laughs> uh, so it was about 25 minutes into the 2.15 matinee performance. The Lions had just performed and the acrobats, the great Wallendas, were preparing to do their act. On the southwest side of the tent, a fire started. Circus band leader Merle Evans spotted the flames and actually instructed the band to play Stars and Stripes Forever, which was apparently like a code song. The code, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when yeah. the health department shows up to your restaurant and you're like 86 bok choy, 86 bok choy, and you run around yeah. saying, yeah. Yeah, we're always like 86 decaf cold brew. It's like, that doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, it's something that we don't have and we've never had. So everybody runs around saying it. So everybody's like, oh, shit. <laughs> I know that's, we did it once and no one like remembered that. So we're like, mm-hmm. So then we just ended up being like, that's the health department. <laughs> It's like, why do we have a code word if you don't remember the code word? And I was there like, I didn't even know we had a code word. This is news to me. Uh, yeah. Well, and it happens so rarely that you're like 86 bok choy. And they're like, cool. Yeah, sounds good. I don't know what dish that's on, but I'm going to move about my life. <laughs> Just okay. Sorry, guys. No bok choy tonight. <laughs> So Stars and Stripes, uh, Stars and Stripes Forever is playing, and uh, audience members started spotting the fire, and panic started to kind of like ripple through the audience. Mm-hmm. Ringmaster Fred Bradna urged the audience to remain calm and not flee, but the electricity had been interfered with by the fire, and so no one could hear him. Oh no! Mm-hmm. So he's like muffled. Nobody panic. <laughs> calm down, calm down. Calm and they're like, "What's what's he saying over there? He's Run like, for your lives!" Calm it's like, down. And everyone's like, "Freak the fuck out!" Yeah, got it. We're on it. Oh. Usher started like throwing like water buckets at this fire, but at this point, it's like a pretty big fire, yeah. so it like didn't do anything. No. It's so funny whenever we talk about fire and just like the most measly attempt you can make is just like throwing water on it because that's just, you know, it's It's not going to work. Yeah. So this is a quote. So William Epps was eight and a half and he was going to see the circus. Mm. He was sitting on the top row of the bleachers on the north side of the tent when, quote, Suddenly, I saw flame going up on the side of the tent on the south side near the main entrance. I turned to my mother and said, Look, Ma, there's a fire over there. She was very calm about it and said, Don't worry, they'll put it out. But then seconds later, there was a sheet of fire going up the tent. Oh, shit. So that was, like, not uncommon. That a lot of people were like, Oh, you know what? Let's stay calm. It'll be put out soon. Yeah. But it's like a double-edged sword where it's like don't be panicked because then it's harder to leave but also don't stay calm because they can't put it out yeah there's a medium you're supposed to do there's a medium (laughs) amount of of urgency and panic that you can probably get well and i mean i can only imagine that it's something like you know when you're somewhere and the fire alarm starts going off you're like Mm. it's probably probably nothing yeah yeah it's probably a drill like i'm gonna 
finish up what I'm doing here and then like maybe mm-hmm. take a look out the door and see what the deal is. But like, not going to be anything. But oh shit, she's like, it's all good. Sit tight. Like, all right, sweetie. Um, so <laughs> she's like, yeah, that's a fire. Good job. All right. Well. <laughs> and what is fire? Hot. Good job, Willie. Good. Yes, you smart boy. Um, spectators started to race towards exits. Some people who were high up in the bleachers started to like climb down the support poles because that was just like their fastest way out. Yeah. Children were like lifted above crowds. Um, people were running in circles, like not even looking for the exit, just like looking for their loved ones. It's just pandemonium. It's complete chaos. Chaos. There were people who like made it out and then came back in because they realized they like didn't have someone with them. Lost a child. Yeah. It's like so spooky. Yeah. That's terrifying. Like this is in my mind is all playing out like a movie where it's just sheer chaos. And then there's like a little baby in the middle of the ring just crying. (laughs) Yeah. Well, apparently the Great Wall Endas, the acrobats, like saved a ton of people. And there were actually a lot of like, like mothers, especially who would start like grabbing kids that weren't their own. Yeah. Just to like get them out, which is like mm, the beauty of the human spirit. That's so sweet. Yeah. A lot of people made it to these, you know, there's like the one, the one big exit entrance. And then there are like all these little exits. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people made it to these little exits, but they were blocked because the animals had just been on. So they had to have these cage wagons in case the animals escaped. <gasps> so the whole tent was blocked by cage wagons? Not all of them, but some of them. Shit, motherfucker. Yeah. It's just like such a confluence of like absolute shit yes you know? oh Ugh. just like a top to bottom shit waffle oh i know like the worst like of course it's right after the animals so those of cages course. are out of, of course. course it's like x y and z you know like yeah so yeah 13 year old donald anderson used a pocket knife and he cut a slit in the tent to like create a new exit and yeah. he was credited with helping save as many as 600 lives. <gasps> and he really? like got a medal of honor from Connecticut. Oh my god. He was just like <laughs> we'll just cut a hole and in he, this bitch no problem like he, <laughs> Yeah, he was like oh it was just a matter of self-preservation. But right. it's like well you made this new exit, you know? Like you helped the the chaos. That's incredible. And did he, he got like a key to the city where he could just open any door at any time? Exactly. <laughs> He's like, I don't need to open doors. I've got my pocket knife. <laughs> I create my own doors. He's like, doors don't apply to me anymore. Sorry. <laughs> Wait, so I do have a, a question though. Yes. Um, what made the fire like go so quickly? I was... Not you reading my mind and giving no. me that segue. No, no, um, no. I was like, so... because, you know, you think you're like, oh, okay, well, like, shit burns, obviously. How yeah. quickly does it burn? It sounds like this whole thing went up in a matter of, of minutes. It absolutely did. So big top tents at the time were made of canvas, mm-hmm. which I would say is moderately flammable. Mm-hmm. 
but in order to waterproof them, they were coated with 1,800 pounds of paraffin wax, which was dissolved in 6,000 gallons of gasoline. No fucking way. So it was so, just like a solid layer of gasoline covering It was just the whole like thing. sitting under a bomb. Basically. Oh my God. Why? Yeah. What? What? I but wouldn't the wax have just been enough? Well, like maybe, but when the fire started, melted wax began like raining down. <gasps> oh my God. Can you even imagine? Like, girl. No. Oh my God. I can't even imagine like you're, you're fucking freaking out. And then like liquid wax is dripping mm. from the, <gasps> oh no. The tent was made of miles of fabric, and it went up in minutes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. It literally, like like you said, it a bomb. Like, it just mm. a fucking firework show waiting to happen. Do they know how the fire started? Well, they don't know. Uh, some people are just like, it was probably like a cigar that someone, like, you know, put mm. in the wrong spot. The Ringling Brothers actually really pushed this theory that it was set on purpose. They really wanted people to think that, like, it wasn't their fault. It was like P.T. Barnum. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no, wait. No, that's... He's part of it. It's different. Yeah, I was like, he wouldn't set his own... (laughs) You, like, took out a big insurance claim. (laughs) Yes. Listen, we listen to true crime. (laughs) People burn their own shit down all the time. Yeah. Well, they were, uh, the common kind of, uh, what's the word when you think someone did something? Conspiracy theory or suspect. Okay. Yeah. Suspect. The common, the common suspect was a man named Robert Siege who had committed similar crimes in the area at the time. And he confessed and then he was like, mm, JK. What? And then they were like, okay, this gentleman is not mentally stable enough to testify. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah people that like admit and then recant and then you're, and you're just like, are you okay, bro? And then they're like, yeah. no. And you're like, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Got it. But like to this day, people don't know how the fire started. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's not like security cameras or anything. So it's like, oh. Exactly. So uh, the big tent had collapsed and people were trapped inside. And at the end of the day, 168 people were killed. More than 400 to 600 people were injured. And almost half of the deaths were people under the age of 19. Oh, poor sweet little babies. I know. Oh, God, that breaks my heart. I know. Oh, so um, did they, like, change anything that... Like, it. it's interesting because I was really looking for, like, aftermath stuff because I feel like that's always yeah a, a big part of things and, like, I yeah. always want to find it to, like, make myself happy after this shit. Word, um, I totally get it. And I'm like, yeah, but what's the silver lining then? And then, like, no article says anything. So like, cool. It's, like, it's so annoying because it's, like, the silver lining aftermath stuff is, like, like, look at this cool plan they put in place to pay back, like, to pay reparations right. to families. But it's kind of like, I like, they were like, 
the the circus would have gone bankrupt but look how well they did at paying back these families and i'm like i could give less of a fuck right it's like Like, did the institution change is it so i need something else right so like people were awarded you know monetary whatever for the loss of like their children's lives like what an equal exchange they're so like silly. uh i know you lost your six-year-old son but would a hundred dollars be enough to i mean i'll take it i'll take it i know <laughs> <laughs> um, but it doesn't feel like an equal <laughs> i'm sorry equal but that's such a terrible joke it's like monetizing the life of a child that you lost and i'm like I'm, we all know I'm going Um, to hell, so it's not, you know. Whatever. We're just speeding up your descent. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So five of the circus officials. So there were six circus officials who were charged with involuntary manslaughter. Five of them served prison terms. (gasps) Um, Someone held accountable? I know. Yay. (laughs) What? Oh my god, we very rarely see that. So I know. Yay. Uh they built a memorial for the victims in two thousand two. Um, but other than that, there like wasn't a ton of like concrete stuff I could really find. No, I think that's you know, an amazing story. I mean, not amazing in like a good way, an amazing yeah. like ends and like sad, but Yeah. Holy shit balls. Can you even imagine? Like, I would just be... There are a lot of, like, survivors that were, like, interviewed and stuff, like, nowadays or even, like, a decade ago. And it's just, like, they're... It's so horrifying. Yeah. Like, a lot of them are, like, I can picture it clear as day. Like, the giant fireball and, like, I was holding my cousin's hand and I, I let go of her and that was the last time I saw her. Oh. And just, like... You gotta be These, fucking like, kidding. Haunting memories that yeah, just, like, people remember clear as day. Everybody has PTSD. Everybody carries a knife now. That like we're yeah. going on an airplane so can... and you're like, you don't fucking know. I could I could need to cut a hole in some shit and save six hundred lives, okay? So I'm gonna bring mm-hmm. this knife on this airplane. Mm-hmm. And they're like <laughs> and everyone's like, Nana, you can't bring a knife on an airplane. <laughs> And she's like, I'm a Connecticut Medal of Honor winner, <laughs> right. so I can do whatever the fuck I want. Do whatever the fuck I want. I'll hide this knife in your ass if I need to do that, all right? <laughs> We're going to be Maria Yena de Gracia, right? <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. I did forget something. Connecticut is, okay, so the Connecticut General Assembly enacted the strictest fire safety reforms in the nation. Oh, that's great. I knew I was forgetting something. Okay. No, no, no. That's, that's awesome. That's great news. So yeah. does that entail, what, bringing knives on planes? I think uh, that's, like, the main thing they're looking at. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, Article 1, the most important, bring a knife on a plane. <laughs> you can bring a knife wherever you damn Wherever want. you want. If you survive this shit, it, you know, sky's the limit for you. And do whatever. <laughs> Um, no, I think it probably was like, like how many people can be in the tent and like not having animal cages blocking exits. 
dude. Well, and like in in a restaurant, you can't put chairs in a certain hallway because it like it doesn't block the fire exit, but it is like it's breathing in the same areas. Exactly, exactly. And I'm like, you know what? I can respect it. Anytime I get annoyed at that kind of shit, I'm gonna be like, yeah, but all those fucking people died in that circus fire, so yeah, yeah. I think we could do a whole fucking episode on circuses. We should. I think that's a we great idea. We actually should. I'm adding that to our notes. Dude, yeah, that. dude, let's do that. That sounds like a great idea. Because, I mean, circuses, especially, like, when they were, like, prominent and super popular, like, it was just fucking lawless wasteland. Like It was lawless. It was, like, the discrimination on top of discrimination. Oh, my God. It was, like animals can get right fucked (laughs) yeah people with disabilities fuck them too and just uh, you know all of the like exploitative just money hungry just grossness of of humankind was just like straight up on display and people were like i'll pay to see that right oh my gosh did you ever see uh what was it nightmare alley no oh god What is that? It is dark and sad and scary, but... Oh, it's new. Yeah, it's got um, that hot guy. Bradley Cooper. Thank you, Bradley Cooper. And uh, that one lady. Or uh, Willem Dafoe. Oh, is that, the that is who I was talking about, yes. <laughs> I was like, the dream boat of my generation. <laughs> Godspeed, oh God, Spider-Man. There's a lot of like A-list celebrities in it. It's really good. Um, scared the fucking nuts right off of me, but it was <laughs> it was great. Um, Screwed the nuts off. Of me. <laughs> so I highly recommend. I mean, you you kind of like like scary, right? Can you do like scary movie or? It's more like like thriller. Okay, I fuck with thrillers. Mm -hmm. Um, Jump scares, oofa doofa. Mm -hmm. I get spooked when someone like doesn't announce they're coming into a room. I get scared when I somebody's in the room, but then they speak really quickly and like at a volume I'm not expecting. I'm like, oh Jesus Christ! Mm. I didn't know you were gonna talk. When I lived with my old roommate, she was, like, in the apartment, but I just wasn't expecting her to be so, like, nearby. And she was, like, so I was thinking, I was like, oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> the other day, I was, like, sitting in the kitchen, like, eating cereal, and my mom, like, very slowly walked into the room, and I think I just looked up quickly, and I was like, oh, my God, what the fuck are you doing there? <laughs> She's like, Hannah, this is the one room in the house. <laughs> Well, anything it, it comes from like when you're very often aware of your surroundings and then all of a sudden it's just like someone's a little bit closer than you think mm. they'll be and yeah. Yeah, but highly recommend that one. I don't do paranormal shit, but that one's like a like a mystery twisty turny kind of, but it but it starts like in the circus, which is yeah. Good place for any sort of movie to start. That's right. And it's a fucking disaster. So. <laughs> um, Amanda. Yes, darling. Do you want to tell me about a fire? Yeah, I do. Uh, this one is not 
rainbows and sunshine either. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's a, oof. it's rough. <laughs> oof, it's rough, yes. Um, right, I'm buckling in. So this one is the San Francisco penultimate fire. Got it. Oh, second to last. Second to last, exactly. Sink. Hmm. Sharp cookie. I'm kind of a dictionary bitch. Yeah, you are. And so apparently San Francisco almost burnt down like seven times in the span of like three years. (laughs) Fucking... Just, classic dude just a fucking mess bro like, and i'm like what why like what are you doing what are you doing why is this happening but so i'll tell you <laughs> so during the height of the california gold rush between december 1849 and june 1851 san francisco experienced seven bad fires which really quick note uh, I didn't realize until I was researching this story that the San Francisco 49ers were literally named after the year that they moved to San Francisco. I was like, Ugh. that is so fucking stupid. I hate that so just much. on the nose as hell. The, yeah, I'm just like, this is that dumb. Okay, so they're like, all right, well, um, we've got a football team now. They're pretty good. We should probably give them a name, right? And, they're, and everyone's like kind of sitting around. They're like, "What should we call them?" Like, what's What's the year that like people really cared about California? Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're like, "Hey, Frank, Frank, when, <laughs> when, when did we all get here?" And he's like, "1849." He's like, "That works." What do you think, Forty Niners? Like, shut up, stop that oh shit. God. There are so many better things to call your football team it's like when the uh like now named commanders were once named redskins mm-hmm. were like trying to find their new name and yeah. for a second they were called the washington football team yes i and remember like, that <laughs> they're like My- i don't know fo- uh, washington football team is that that, sim- that like, seems benign that- right <laughs> like no uh- we're not offending anyone there, right? <laughs> right? I'm like, like, there are so many animals and, you know, forces of nature, like, or dinosaurs. I don't know, man. Like, there's... I was saying, so my uncle was on the Redskins team. Um, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, like, in its heyday. Yeah. And we were all talking about it, about, like, the new name and everything. And I was like, yeah. why don't you just call it the Washington Wankers? Like, <laughs> just be funny. <laughs> Like, just, for once, what if you were just funny? Yes. That'd be so easy. Well, and what was it? Uh, they were trying to name, like, a ship. I can't even remember where, th- where this was, but they ended up naming it, like, Bodie McBoatface because they had, like, pulled... <laughs> <laughs> they, they had, I like, love people. People are so funny <laughs> because they pulled... Like the the people who live there, and they're like, okay, what do you think we should call this boat? And like, so many people put like Bodie McBoatface because it was like, oh my god. So that's what they named it. I was like, that's fucking awesome. They should have done that with the Washington. What is their new mascot? The the Commanders. The Commanders. They should have done that with them. They should have been like like the footbally football boys. Yeah. Foot- <laughs> Either footballer, foot, footbees, foot, foot. 
the the top the, the we know how to toss the old pits pigs pigskin boys. <laughs> T- Tossy Mc McPat Passerson. QB QB Kiki Passy tackled. Town. Wait, but what's sorry? What's their mascot for the Washington Commanders? I don't know. That's a great question. It's probably okay. like a soldier. Oh, I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. Like mascot. my high school mascot was a Native American, and we we're the Warriors. And I'm like, at the time, I'm like a kid, and it's always been that. And I'm like, and you don't You're know like problematic as a child and then i grow up and i'm like oh shit that's a especially like if you're like being raised in like a community where that's the mascot they're not teaching you yeah and we're <laughs> why it shouldn't be all white all of us are white and nobody yeah. understands why it's a problem <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's changed by now i haven't been back but, all right so so San Francisco was just, like, burning the fuck down, like, on the regular. It was... <laughs> I swear to God, it, it was... It was just a Tuesday. It was just happening, like, all the time, right? So the sixth and worst fire was the penultimate fire and started on May 3rd, 1851. Probably arson. Probably. Ooh. What about the others? Were they so, wildfires? Um, the others had, like, there were a number of different things, but, like, arson was, like, a, a factor in a lot of them. But it was, like, the fucking 1800s, so nobody really knew. They're like, oh, I bet it was Shirley. She was so pissed at her husband. Like, I bet she burnt <laughs> that shit down. I'm like, she's like, no, I was, out, I was just out for a walk. You know, it's, nothing's provable. It's all speculation, but. yeah. So it was probably arson broke out in a paint and upholstery store on Portsmouth. Portsmouth? Portsmouth. Portsmouth? Portsmouth. It's it's spelt Portsmouth, but I'm sure it's... I think it's Portsmouth. It's, it's got to be Portsmouth because nobody's saying like Portsmouth. It'd be like saying like Worcestershire, Massachusetts. <laughs> and they're like, it's Worcester. Fine, Boston. So Portsmouth Square in San Francisco. Uh, this at the time was like the financial district, so it, where it was like apparently like super windy. I okay. I don't know that whole geography, but it was just windy as hell. Yeah, hills and valleys and shit. Yeah, and but that and was where everything was located too. So a bunch of like shops, bars, hotels. I'm assuming like horses. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're parked outside of saloons, I'm guessing. Oh my god. You know, brothels. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. A bunch of brothels. Uh, brothies. <laughs> brothels. I'm assuming. The Washington brothy boys. <laughs> Their slogan is like, here, here, madam. Um, so they're, you know, super busy area, but windy as fuck. And they had, good to note, elevated wood sidewalks. So I picture it like like the Wild West, oh. but like they had the elevated wood sidewalks because oh, it was... Oh, okay. Like, not me going Westworld. <laughs> oh, 
No, yeah. I pictured Westworld, but like windy and cold. Yeah. Okay. Totally. So it was, the fire was initially carried down Kearney Street and then the wind shifted and like, and I didn't realize how quickly like the direction of fire could change yeah. when the wind just shifts. The more I learn about fire, the more scared I get. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrifying as hell. Um, so they're like, okay, fire's going north. And then the wind just like was like, eh, this way. And then the fire started going south to the downtown where the wood plank sidewalks just up in flames. And then the oxygen from underneath the sidewalks just provided more fuel. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it wasn't even like they were flat to the ground. Like it was like tons of oxygen was like coming up from underneath them and setting everything ablaze. So and I'm sure like the buildings were also made of like probably flammable materials. Look at you. You're so smart. Yes. And I'm going <laughs> to tell you all about what the buildings were made out of. So yay. The was fire was and wax and gasoline <laughs> girl mm, different, but also bad. So the fire was visible for miles out to sea. Uh, it continued for 10 hours and extended like 18 blocks of the main business district. Okay. So now they've got strategies because this is their sixth fire. They're like, that's true. They're like, we've been through this before. We still decided not to move, which (laughs) I would have done. I would have been like, after like the fourth fire, I'd be like, maybe San Francisco just isn't for me. (laughs) Just not my vibe. This is not my vibe. I feel like maybe let's go live in like, I don't know, Minnesota. Let's go. (laughs) You know, there's never any fire over there. So they have strategies now. They're like, we're not moving. Strategy one, blow some shit up. Now, (laughs) that's not what I expected. Mm -hmm. I read that and I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Wait, wait, but he... Blue, what what did they blow up? They started blowing up houses and shops, just like dynamite, just like. Why? To stop the spread, which it to me sounds very silly because I'm like, all right, you know, we are just getting out of the pandemic these days. What if they're like, everybody keeps giving everybody COVID what if we just kill the last person that got it and then nobody else gets it? You're like, interesting, interesting idea, Johnson. Uh, (laughs) Johnson and your colleague, Johnson. (laughs) And also thank you for joining us other Johnson, but no, that will not work. But so they're just blowing up houses and shops. Was this the plan? Like were these houses like, not lived in or like maybe like temporarily I believe that these were just like at the kind of like influx of where they're like oh if we cut it off at this point then it won't be able to reach like any of the other houses on the street which it totally could but they just blew that shit up anyway which did the blowing it up work at all Mm -mm. am I a dummy for not understanding it or are they no 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 doing it no that's a great question because I was like as I'm reading it, I'm like, well, that 
could objectively work. Like it's been a strategy, I think, in like different fire scenarios where they're like, okay, if we make a big enough gap between the fire and this whole part of town, then we can contain it kind of. Yeah. Which I'm like, I get the strategy, but it didn't work. And the fire was running through sidewalks and it was just, and like they're blowing shit up too. So I'm like, they've got to use some kind of like incendiary device. It's not like they, yeah. you know, it's not like they've dug a moat. My brain is not working it's okay. with that. No, right. It is a very weird strategy. Okay. So they have a second backup strategy. Mm-hmm. Go back to your fireproof houses, which. Oh, exactly. So the 49ers were like tough old birds. You know this. They're like, we're not moving. We're going to build fireproof houses because we've been through this shit and we know there's going to be another fire. So I'm going to build a fireproof house. So they made these houses out of corrugated iron. Okay. So they had, they're like, okay, brilliant idea. Well, instead of making our houses out of wood and shit that's flammable, corrugated iron is fireproof, all good, like, let's all build our houses out of this. And it's bunk science. It's like, I don't know, like the shake weight or like colon broom smoothies. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, this isn't going to solve your problems. It's just... It's it's just garbage that people are selling to people who have a problem. Mm, yeah, like taking advantage of yeah, yeah. community in need of help. Exactly. And so, like, sheets of corrugated iron were shipped off to San Francisco in, like, giant stacks so people could, like, just wow. kind of put up their houses and think that they were safe. But, again, it's garbage so people would go running home to their houses made of corrugated iron to stay safe but the fire warped the doors and the frames and like the shutters so did they get trapped they got trapped and cooked inside (gasps) a cooked i know i'm so sorry oh my god i know can you even imagine so they're like we're going to go back to our fireproof house and they get inside and they're just like trapped in a fucking microwave. Oh my God. I know what a nightmare I can't. And if like, if that kid from the circus had his pocket knife, I'm sure he would have cut right through that corrugated iron. But alas, he was not there. He was about a hundred years later. How many of these houses were they were being used? There were, a substantial amount, but there were throughout the city two thousand buildings burned, including like brick, corrugated iron, and sure. and all of it. So, yeah, it was described as I didn't get the number of corrugated houses, but they were like pretty popular. So I'm guessing it was like a lot. Yeah. But it was described as one vast sheet of flame covering the city, which has got to be oh my. God. just terrifying to see so it did yeah. three times as much property damage as any of the other fires and uh at a total of 10 to 12 million so like mm. wow i don't know like what five h&ms or <laughs> i don't know how much an h&m do you think if this was arson 
do you think the person who like started it was kind of like, oh, fuck, I just kind of wanted to fuck Debbie, but now yeah. the whole city is on fire. Debbie cut my shifts at the upholstery store. I just wanted to teach her a lesson, but then like thousands of buildings are on fire and you're like, oh, shit. And you're like, oh, my best friend Steve is cooking. Oh, no, Steve. I didn't that's, mean, no, that's dark as hell. That was fucked. <laughs> Look at you, arsonist. Are you happy now? <laughs> uh, your only friend is dead. Um, no, I mean, that definitely could have happened. It was the 1800s. Like, you, they didn't have therapy or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Just, they're like, you know what will make me feel like better? An incel, girl. Do, an incel to me is one of like the craziest motherfuckers. And I'm like, you do not know. Those are wild cards. You have no idea. They'll just, you know, the DC sniper was probably an incel. I don't. I mean, who am the I to make that card? Freaking the guy in like San Antonio or whatever yeah. was an incel. Yeah, verified incel. God damn incel. And the one who drove his car into the crowd in Virginia? Incel. Jesus. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the like incels are terrorists. Moms and fathers across the world. If your son is an incel, just time up in the basement or something. Or get him get him to therapy. Oh yeah, that's a that's a different yep that's a different strategy way better Hannah thank you. Uh, thank you. I was like I was like keep him prisoner in your house never <laughs> let him out. <laughs> that's, dude, it's it's fucked. Like okay, would you rather have a son who's like very sexually active at like a teenage, or would you rather have an incel that he's like comes home and he's like, mom. No matter how hard I try, I can't get laid. What the fuck? Um, I think I'd rather have a very sexually active son. Yeah, I think so too. And I will just like, I'll guide him and I'll be like, look, it's your responsibility as much as the girl. If, you know, something goes amiss, get tested, wrap that shit up. And consent and condoms. If something happens. Consent and condoms. If something happens. And that's it. And then mm-hmm. we'll deal with everything else. Yeah. Just like don't go murdering <laughs> people because you can't have sex. That's that's <sighs> fucked. It's so not cool. Fucked. I know, right? Ugh. All right. Well, listen, we could do a whole episode about incels too, but we truly could. Alas, here we are. So, um, whole cities just burnt down, incels included. And the only parts that are left are the spare outskirts of the city. And there's no insurance at this point. Sure. Because it's the 1800s and there are no insurance companies. So. <laughs> and the concept of insurance is like a twinkle in someone's eye. Right? They're like, like, what if we made a company that would like, if our shit burnt down again, that they would give us the money... To rebuild. To get the shit back. And people are like, Doug, you silly bitch. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> have another beer. Doug, <laughs> you absolute goofball. You are so silly, man. It's a, that's why we like you, though. That's why we keep you around. Right. Next round's on you, pal. Go get it. So, 
love Doug. <laughs> Doug's the best. Doug would Guys, this is a good idea. Like <laughs> All right, Doug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, amongst the properties destroyed uh, were the Niantic whaling vessel, which had been oh. run. <gasps> Do you know this? No, but I have a bad thought. Oh, <laughs> wait. Isn't, like, whaling, like, don't they get all that fucking blubber? Oh, yeah, that was, yeah. Whaling vessel is like, not. isn't that shit flammable? Super flammable. Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay. And okay, I'm sorry. No, 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 you're absolutely right. No, it's like, that shit's super flammable. But um, this one had been run aground to serve as, like, a store. And then it was rebuilt as a hotel. Um. But the store was founded by Domenico Girardelli, who would go on to make Girardelli <gasps> chocolate. No way! Yeah. And half a dozen... He's like, <laughs> he's like, just like fire burned down my hotel, so does my love burn for you. Here's some chocolate. <laughs> Here's some chocolate. I love you. <laughs> I have no money. Can I borrow $20 for the chocolate? <laughs> but they had like a bunch of the newspapers were like, I kind of would have loved to see this whaling vessel that was like run ashore and then was like a newspaper company and a <laughs> store and a hotel. Like I'd be like, cool. All right. I'm kind of into that. <laughs> but these, but these tough bitches, the 49ers, they rebuilt in 10 days and probably more with that, more of that corrugated iron. Just in time for the last fire to happen. <laughs> yeah! I was just about to say, did you read my mind? I was like, just in time for the last fire a month later. So. No. Yeah. Oh. But that That's is. So, they like put the final nail in and like it immediately burst into flames. Yeah. They're like, look at us. We're doing so. Oh, motherfucking. <laughs> Ma, the curtain's on fire. I left my hair dryer plugged in. <laughs> I told you to not leave you straight in the on. Oh my god! <laughs> now the whole city's on fire again. <laughs> it's okay. Give us a week. We're gonna rebuild. It's fine. Oh my god! I I do love when like something's called the penultimate disaster. There's no happy ending. Yeah. Because you know that there's gonna be a there's final. There's just another one. They're like they're like this is the almost end but not quite and that's what we're here to talk about yeah absolutely crazy but um i didn't get any kind of like personal stories from from that one just because they were like super hard to find it was like the 1850s i was like why isn't anybody's diary online detailing really every moment of their burning house i think a lot about like i wish i were a diary person because mm-hmm. then i would live on in posterity because in like 200 years someone would find it and be like ah oh, this is how everyone lived wouldn't that be cool like i wish i was a diary person but i feel like if i wrote stuff down then someone would see it like in in my lifetime and they would be like Look what you wrote. And I'd be like, um, mm-hmm. ooh, ooh, ooh. number one, that's embarrassing. And number two, I didn't write that. 
and <laughs> embarrassing for whoever wrote whoever wrote that is super embarrassing and i don't know why it was on my nightstand but somebody must have planted it there and i think that's what you should be looking into is who would leave that in my apartment but like that seems like someone broke into my apartment and super yeah, spooky right <laughs> but like i always kind of fantasized about like writing a like a diary or a memoir and like burying it in central park so that like a thousand years from now like someone will pull it up and be like oh that's crazy <laughs> they had internet we, what do you think internet is at the start of the pandemic we were putting this little like patio area in the like this teeny tiny little patio in the backyard mm -hmm. and we put a time capsule underneath the yeah. wood slats i love that um, and we we looked down at it like through the cracks the other day and we we're like ah shit that doesn't look well preserved <laughs> i don't know how long that's gonna last <laughs> oh no it's all like dug it like worms and stuff or all oh <laughs> so I tried. We like accidentally create like mega worms from like them eating the newspaper. <laughs> it's like the new bubonic plague. It's like, fuck, what do we do? No. We put like our bad COVID juju in there. Yeah. What did you put in there though? We put a newspaper article. So a newspaper article from the day. We put a photo. We had this really cute photo of everyone who was like living there at the time. Mm hmm uh, like living in the house together, I think we put like a can of like a Pringles, empty Pringles can or something. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I cannot remember for the life of me. No, I love that idea though because when yeah. I was like, the pandemic hit like the full shutdown, and I was like, oh, this is the zombie apocalypse. So I got on a plane and flew down to Arizona to be with my parents, and I brought like survival gear. I brought like Mm -hmm. paracord i brought my machete they almost didn't let me on the plane with it uh <laughs> i was like no 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 it's for self-defense and like and like the life straws and glow like these like emergency glow stick oh things. my god like i brought all of it because i was like i'm preparing to guide my parents through like the desert and wilderness to get us away from the zombies like that's it is so interesting to think of like how we acted Mm -hmm. at the beginning of the pandemic yeah. because my brother's girlfriend was the first one of us to like go back to work mm -hmm. she worked in a grocery store yeah um so she was like essential worker essential worker shut down yeah and she would go out and she would bring groceries home for us a lot of the time so that was really nice great but we would like leave the groceries in the garage for 24 hours mm -hmm. we had a cooler in there we would leave her a change of clothes mm -hmm. so she would change clothes in the garage yeah she would like like put her mask on not talk to any of us and she would like sleep in a different room than my brother yeah and, like, all this shit and like my dad would clean the entire kitchen every single morning mm -hmm. like insane yeah like, it was crazy like and I was actually thinking about this the other day I was like well how would I describe this to somebody who like wasn't mm -hmm. there it'd be you know, almost impossible to kind of describe like the fear and like the unknowing because like I'm watching these videos of like dad is a doctor and he gets home from a shift and he's got a three-year-old daughter who wants to go hug him and he's like, no, 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 don't touch me. Yeah. Like, oh my God, just the, oof. Yeah, times are tough, man. Dude, 
but what a wild shared trauma oh my god right <laughs> well okay so so I didn't I don't know if I told you this but I went to a this can be my good news I guess um I went to a psychic last week <laughs> I went to a psychic and he was like telling me like all of this stuff that I was like it was like oddly specific he was like so your husband is an Italian guy who da 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 and I was like Huh? What? And he's like, and then, you know, you'll have two children. And I was like, I have never planned on having children. And he's like, yep, you're going to move to Florida. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? And I was like, uh, uh, can I have my money back? Or is that <laughs> weird? <laughs> like, I don't want to live in Florida. That's not, that's not the dream. And but he's like giving me like specific dates for certain things. And it was just a very, but he's like, but you're going to be a very, very old lady. You have a very oh. long life ahead of you. And he's like, I see you being like, you know, gray haired, still attractive. And I was like, hey, <laughs> all right, you can keep the money. <laughs> he's like, did I mention I'm Italian? Right. <laughs> I was like, is this the part where I realize that I've paid you to just tell me everything that I want to hear and we call it a day? Like, is that it? Oh, that's so funny. I, love I that. know. It was a good time. Whatever. And he's like, oh. I need you to go buy a white candle, an amethyst crystal, and sage incense. And one year from today, I need you to light the candle, light the incense, and like, and have the stone and hold onto it. And I was like, what's going to happen? Is like a rainbow going to shoot out of my vagina? And uh, am I going to get abducted by aliens? And what if I don't? But like, I'm very curious. I'm like, is light going to like shoot out of my eyeballs and like laser through everything that I look at? I'm just like, I think everyone should place bets on whether or not you forget. I think that's a great idea. It's a year. It's a year away. And I'm like, one year? Yeah. And I told him that I put it in the calendar, but I didn't. (laughs) He was like, you don't even remember now what day it is. He's like, he's like, don't forget. And I was like, oh no, I put it in the calendar. No problem. I won't forget. (laughs) She forgot immediately. I was like, sorry, who is this? I'm sorry. (laughs) Who am I talking to? Um... So yeah, that was fun. Do you have any good news for me? Uh, my good news, it's a little small. I started, I did some embroidery. <gasps> I used to embroider a lot. And really? I haven't done it in a long time. Yeah, and I just, I just did some embroidery and I'm really enjoying it and having a pleasant time. That's amazing. Uh, oh my God. Yeah. I like, I love learning these like little, like, new things about you like you're like new like you're not new but like crafty bitch wow so crafty bitch i oh my god i love that um i want to take up knitting but i'm just like do i have the time to do that i'm gonna say i'm gonna say crochet crochet really Mm -hmm. okay i have knit before and i now crochet Mm -hmm. and i find crocheting better for me really like more satisfying like I mean yeah I don't know how to do either but it's like knitting it's like the thought of knitting anything that isn't like just like a scarf Mm -hmm. is 
wild to me, but crochet, I can like make whatever my mind imagines. I love that. <laughs> it does it come on like that little like wooden kind of, uh, Oh, like a loom, like a loom or is that, that's more, different? that's more looming. Oh, <laughs> interesting. And why do they call it that? <laughs> now, looming, looming is cool if you need to make a ton of hats for people okay. for Christmas. Okay. Because you've forgotten to make anyone gifts. Because <laughs> you can loom out a hat in like an hour. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I'll take that. Actually, I, I heard this <laughs> saying today, um, which is, it, it made me feel really good. Um, you know the saying like, uh, jack of all trades, master of none. Master of, yes. The, the rest of the saying. Yeah. What do you remember? What the rest um, of it is? You can probably say it better than I can. But it's better than a master of none or something. A master of one, I think. So it's like jack of all trades, master of none. But it's better yes, than being yes, a yes. master of one. Yeah. I was like, which? What? I love it so much more. I love that. I was like. Yeah, because I've always felt really bad. I've been like, I'm like, I'm pretty good at like, you know, this, this, this thing, this thing. Like, I've tried to do this thing. I've done this other thing. And like, and, but I've always felt bad about it because I'm yeah. like, well, I could have put all of that energy into being really, really good at one thing. But I'm like, oh, hell, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got my toes in tons of pools. <laughs> exactly. And I got my irons in a bunch of fires. Um, but what is like Albert Einstein said, like, I have no real skill. I'm just like always curious or like, oh, wait, I love that. Yeah. It was it really, really cute. He said, I'm just like, um, like eternally curious or something like that. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. So we'll keep doing our thing. Crochet, knit, amazing. do your thing. Don't be an incel. You get it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our wisdom of the week. Yes. <laughs> Instead of being an incel, have you tried crochet? <laughs> have you sh- have have you tried tarot reading? You could yeah. do that. There's books on it. Yeah. Whatever. Have you tried podcasting or jump roping? <laughs> I don't know, man. This, the world is your oyster. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been another delightful episode of disastrous i'm amanda and i'm hannah and where can you they find us if they want to talk to us and tell us how beautiful and smart and funny we are (laughs) well you can find us on instagram at disastrous pod and then also you could email us at disastrous pod at gmail.com um, send us your good news. Mm-hmm. Send us the disasters you want us to cover. Send us a picture of a pretty flower you saw. Yeah. Um, send us compliments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love those. Or else I would wither and die. <laughs> uh, uh, send us like recommendations for like good shows or movies or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us everything. I want to hear everything. So. <laughs> okay. Well, we will, um, as always, catch you on the flippy floppy. Bye. Bye.